Cheers, everyone. Cheers! Yarp. Do you know how lucky you are to be alive right now? Feels pretty lucky. If you'd not arrived when you did, who knows what might have happened? No one who's been that close to the creature and lived to tell the tale. There's been a dozen or more bounty hunters either missing or found dead since we got here. What did it look like? Well, it was hard to see clearly, but it was big. Yarp. Its jaws were huge and full of teeth. Yarp. But the really scary part was its eyes. There was a spark in them. An intelligence. Hello and welcome to the Lot Noobs podcast. It's been a while and we've got a very special friend of ours on today. It's uh, Sol or Farron. Um, thanks for joining the podcast and thanks for, for, for being here. No, no worries. I've, I've been mentioned on enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was about time we had you on really and uh, got an opportunity to talk to you about some of the sort of topics. And we kind of wanted to focus maybe on uh, the experience of being a solo LARPer, because obviously sure, sure, sure. Um, me and Dave uh, had... Hello. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Uh, we um, when, when we kind of started, we came as a group, and obviously didn't really... Uh, we were kind of blown away, really, by the, some of the things where some people obviously were coming on their own, and the experience of being solo LARPers. Yeah, so for context for this, Sol was one of the first people that ever got in touch with us and actually told us about him going by himself to LARP and how we all thought how very brave that was. Um, and then we ended up bumping into him. So that's how we know Sol. And Sol actually told me a story where someone actually asked him whether he was Sol off the podcast, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, so uh, no, that's that's my other solo LARPer friend uh, uh, who, who gave me a lift. That one time. Yeah. Who's, yeah. uh, is that Phil? That is Phil. Yeah, Phil, who's another listener of the podcast who's also a solo laugher. Yeah. Um, both of them wonderful fellows. And it looks like both of you actually kind of took to solo LARPing like ducks to water from what, from what we understand, right? Well, I think the fact is, is it's not solo LARPing for long. It's more kind of your first or second event where you're, you're heading out there, putting yourself out there, just trying to meet people on the field. And then past that, you're going to LARP to meet your friends from LARP. It's, it's, yeah. Definitely doesn't feel like I'm yeah, going I've... alone now. <clears throat> How was it like, because I was obviously fairly nervous about going to my first, like, Empire event. Like, how, how was it for you, like, doing the prep and actually getting your stuff together uh, uh, by yourself? Like, you didn't really have anyone to froth with, right? I learned about LARP and Empire about a year and a half before I actually went. So I had a mm -hmm. year and a half of kind of looking things up, going through phases of um, uh, kind of shopping, window shopping on the internet, um, watching videos, watching as much media about LARP as I could. Um, yep. And then, yeah, uh, finally psyched myself up the courage. Uh, I was free. I just finished school. Uh, it was that summer. And I was like, OK, I'm going to get some gear. I ordered it for my birthday. I made some things. I, I I was a scout, so I had a lot of kind of the camping side, so I wasn't mm. too stressed about that. It was more. I was also a scout, by the way. I, just <laughs> I, was, in charge. I, I, was, the, I uh, was not a scout. <laughs> I was the uh, the guy that was in charge of like I was the top scout out of an enormous um, group of seven, but I was the uh, I was the top dog in my my uh, my scouting group. Is it a so. sixer? No, it's cubs. 
It was. Uh, I can't. Remember. I was a cub before that, to be fair. Patrol but, yeah, leader. Yeah, I think. Uh, Patrol leader. Patrol leader. Is, is that I, I don't I know. That sounds very military. Yeah, but it, it got it's quite military in, in like above a bit. But it had like a natural feed into like the army cadets and stuff like that, didn't it? After a while. Or no, LARP. No. <laughs> or LARP, yeah. Or LARP. So yeah. Anyway, when, when you um, decided to go, was it a case of you were always intending to go on your own? Or did you kind of talk to friends about it and see if yeah, anyone... Yeah, you try and hustle anyone else into it? So um, it was. I had to go. I heard yeah. about this thing. It is the most amazing thing that I've ever heard about. And I was like, yeah. right, I've got to get this. I'm obviously not going to go with my family. And they're not as interested or not as into it. I could probably coax them now. Uh, now that they hear all my stories about it, um, mm. but the, the the fact was is I had many many friends that weren't quite as uh, inclined to the nerdy side of life. Uh, is is probably the the kind way to put it. Yeah, um, sure, I get that. So uh, same with like D and D and things. I didn't, <clears throat> didn't really have a group to play uh, play with, so it took me a quite a long while to from when I got the books, when 5th edition actually came out, it took me quite a while to actually get into games and start running things like that. You're a, you're a real D&D nerd as well, right? Like, that's definitely oh, one huge. of the, your big, big passion projects. Huge. So it kind of leads into it, right? I, I think it was definitely yeah. a, a, a a reason for me being so excited for the, this kind of thing. It's just role-playing and, and worlds and fantasy. Yeah, did, did you see before you went it more like a, an extension of D&D? No, I don't think I did. Interestingly, um, mm-hmm. I know there's always kind of the the, the view of, well, it's it's D and D, but the combat is you, you hit people instead. I never I never really saw that. I saw it more as just a, a complete escape where I can just you know be someone else for a whole weekend. Uh, I, I interestingly, I don't think I subconsciously ever made that link, mm-hmm. um, and I'm kind of glad I didn't. Mm. Um, I've taken part in a couple of other LARPs, probably smaller LARPs, and in some of those systems, they've kind of tried to take the tabletop games of like D&D and your, your other tabletop RPGs and turn that into a LARP. And while it still has the aspects there, you still have calls and you still have, you know, the weapons and, and all of that and the role playing, it just feels a little bit too complicated and a little bit too forced. Uh, yep. And it doesn't really work while you're... Yep you're you're just there doing it live um it just doesn't rules, it doesn't have the structure rules and larp are like a, a very i think it very much depends on the individual right like i went to that blind dogs event and it was very rules light so right like you kind of like if you get hit by an axe act like you've been hit by an axe right which sounds you know good unless you've been shot multiple times over a weekend and you're still like well still trucking on you know but um but I, yeah, I think I would prefer to be on the rules lighter end than the. Yeah, definitely, and I think it depends. It's... I don't have that huge amount of experience with it, to be fair. I think though, as I've got more into, even going back to tabletop role playing, I think I've found that I tend to prefer lighter systems, uh, more flexible systems, and and certainly rules have their place. But I think there is this kind of, there's something very nice about the fairly honed set of rules that exist in empire uh, and it's something that you can teach someone very quickly um, but those rules are sort of honed enough that they can lead to a lot of depth at the same time agreed i think it, i think just a take to the field is remarkably easy mm. at empire i think it's maybe a page of actual text you really, really need to read um, whereas if you want to be into more specific things like 
being part of the Senate or understanding other stuff that that's when you'd have to learn more. But just to take the field, the actual rules themselves are quite limited, right? Like like the fighting, right? Just mm. count how many times you get hit. That's yeah. pretty simple, right? Um, and anyway, there are only sidetracked there are only what um, fourteen or so actual calls in the whole thing um, to do with yeah. combat, and you, there's not too many to remember, and a lot of them are self-explanatory. You can, yeah, and if you forget, very much so. Just just go down. Do what That's... everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, not sure, just die. Yeah, um, yeah. So okay, let's talk about like solo larping. So I did, uh, and I'm gonna kind of I'll, I'll mention this now because there's. Sure. Um, uh, it will, I'll probably reference it but I did a Facebook post on the Empire f- uh, Facebook page and basically asked people like are you a solo LARPer or ever have been and how was your experiences um, sure. the vast majority of them were really positive like really positive like you are right like oh well I, my first event I was going as a solo LARPer but then I found my feet and then I met other people and I found a good group and blah 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 there was the odd smattering here and there of people that basically said that it almost universally the people that had a negative experience was they had a negative experience with our group or our person right like mm, so they were mm. kind of in this vulnerable place by themselves going to uh, empire and they ha- just had a bad experience right with with their first group or second group that they came into contact with um i don't know what do you think about that guys i mean it's uh it seems kind of i could see how both of those could happen fairly easily right I think, like, from it, it could well be the. I mean, uh, obviously, you'd be better positioned to answer, Saul, but I think when you're on your own, uh, you're, you're essentially only dealing with your, yourself as the only um, sort of prism to view it through. You don't have anyone else to bounce a bad experience off or mm, any of that. So everything is potentially more magnified, more amplified. Uh, yeah, you're like I was saying, you're, you're vulnerable, right? Like, I think going to LARP anyway, you're in a vulnerable state. I think going on your own is just like exacerbating that. And in, 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 maybe superficially, but I don't know, for some people, very really, you know? Yeah, no, there is there is definitely kind of an, <clears throat> an anxiety. You're, you're jumping into a world that you have no idea about. You have no, no footholds in. And you've mm-hmm. just got to start talking to people and understand <clears throat> what's going on to a point. And. And the only way you do that is by asking questions of, you know, what's going on? How do I do this? Where's this? Who 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 are you? I'm supposed to talk to this person? How do I get into crafting? How do I get into, you know, the, the artisaning or, you know, combat? And where are the skirmishes? Okay. What's the time? <laughs> let's, let's be specific here. Like, when you first went to Empire, right? So you camped OC, you get your stuff set up. Yeah. You head to the time in and it's time in. Like, what was your experience there? Like, so actually, I, I take it back. I came on the Thursday, and I think that was a very good idea for a <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for starting because you get to just kind of chill, meet people OC, some of them you don't see mm. again throughout the whole weekend, but you've you've kind of done your 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 first initial. Hello, I'm here. I'm come to LARP. What's this all about? And start talking to some people who have done it, and you start to build up a better picture than what you have done at home, kind of reading the wiki and things. Mm. Um, you start to build up that picture, and so you can start to understand more about how your weekend is going to go. That being said, um, Friday you've got all of those uh, new player meetings and combat tutorials and all of that, which, mm. again, were very useful um, to kind of get you into the mood uh, get you thinking about the game and get you into the world very quickly. Um, but then the, the, six the, o'clock the... hits. Yeah, on the Friday. And 
six o'clock is fine because at time in everyone is super busy we go to standing yeah. after standing we go to meetings and i think i went to thorns council made the most sense learned mm, about yep. combat there was a mm. uh an election that i took part in without how without knowing anything about this but you're just well, you, you know you stand you ran in the line for a position yeah you're just like um <laughs> no i did not run run for the oh, position okay. no 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 um but you know you, you listen to their things they say some things you have no idea about who was there before what is actually going to be good for for the world for empire you don't you don't know navarre yet uh, and yep. yet i'm voting on their military leader cool well that was fun uh I fall in with a crowd with uh, some people that I actually met on the Thursday, uh, mm. just sat around their fire, just kind of used that as a base point to just go and say hello, see what was going yeah, on. Like a good anchor point where you, you yeah. can actually know that you feel a little safer, right? Yeah. And then I kind of just walked and walked and walked and just kind of took it all in. It was it was mm. surreal. You're just looking around the world, uh, the, the the world of Anvil. You're just seeing the tents in the in the night time. And just go. This this is incredible. You're walking past people in full kit, having arguments on the side. You're just kind of ogling over, <laughs> just going, okay. Um, yeah. And just. I think yeah. that's definitely something to be said. Like even if you, because we were definitely like tourists at Empire mm. for, for oh, yeah. a while. Right? Yeah. I don't think there's anything. It, it's Harry Potter wrong with that. At, at Hogwarts in that first. Yeah, especially when movie. you're, yeah. especially when you're first finding your feet. Like you're learning about, uh, not only uh. Okay, so there are in-game cultures, but I would say, like, Empire has a, a feel and a culture to it. It attracts, like, lots of different types of people, but, you know what I mean? Like, a community yeah. has a has a vibe to it, and I think it's very interesting, like you said, walking around and kind of just um, just taking it in, really, as you go. is quite interesting to kind of get, just to acclimatise yourself to how are people approaching this giant festival, you know, with LARP. There is a landscape yeah. and a vista to LARP, which I think... Um, you can spend a lot of your sort of initial experience just traveling around, especially to a fest LARP, I would say, you know, the scale of it is bewildering and and all of the different nations and all the different costumes, the, the sights and sounds of LARP, you can, you can easily get lost in it. And to be honest with you, you could spend your whole event and I'm, I'm to a large part, I think we did for our first event is just kind of being wide eyed by the, the scale and the scope of everything that's around you. With giant grins on our yeah. faces, right? Yeah. Just wandering around like uh, aimlessly, right? Like so. Um, yeah, no, that was What, that was me what took your eye when? Do you remember what took your eye? Like when you were walking around? I think it was honestly. I think it was as night fell. The you know the sun mm. just uh, peeking or heading behind the horizon, and you just see the field of tents with all their <clears> little lights starting to go. The fires are starting to happen, and you just see people walking. And, you know getting up to business or things and you can just stand there and watch the world go past and i think that was just the most yeah. beautiful vista is standing at the top of the hill and just watching yeah. it all yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah there's a yeah. there are some beautiful views at the campsite uh, that they're using at the moment where you can actually just kind of gaze across um the whole well, I of think the field the the Navarre camp's right on the top of the hill, right? So mm. you actually, when you're walking down, you get a really great view of uh, an awful lot of the camp. Not so much of Wintermark necessarily, but you know what I mean, like that yeah. whole yeah. that whole walk down up to up to the strip where the the main bars are and stuff. It's yeah. so great. Well, and I think um, also the first time you go, the other thing is a, a lot of the fascination of it is that whole thing of I have funny money essentially that I can spend on things. Interestingly, that I didn't. I had that money, but I really didn't 
use it, and I think I should have used it more um, to begin with. I, it, it, I think I just I had this feeling of this is my funny money, and this is all the money I'm going to get this weekend, kind of thing. Mm, so I kind of yeah, I kind of yeah. cl- cl- clenched hold of it and uh, didn't want to waste it. It's also you you feel like a throne is a, a lot of money and it is a lot of money don't get yeah. me wrong but it's like not, um, not when we're hitting the tables in uh, <laughs> well no not with not with you two high rollers obviously but um like i'd say for a, like a, a new solo player like spend the money unless you're like got something you need it's to difficult do with though it. isn't it because as a solo larper your resources if you don't have a group or you don't have people that you can fall in with you you can't pool your resources in any way because if you think about it originally when we started and i think any kind of group that goes together there is that instinct mm-hmm. of everyone tips their stuff out looks at what they have and says oh what can we buy and what can we get for this and you kind of do uh, game maybe. it i think that I don't know. That's kind of we do that. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of groups that will fall into that sort of default mm. mode. And I think as a mm-hmm. solo larper, your resources are finite, especially as you don't have really a bearing on how what the cost and value of various different things are. That's something you have to discover, right? How much? Definitely. Sure, sure. Uh, and I think I think what what I would say is is spend it because I've had a business yeah. for I had a business for the first year or so until it made uh, made sense for me to get something else, change it, but. My having that business, I I never spent the thrones. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was I just saved them up and um, actually no, we'll get to that because I think my first event I did actually have to spend it, but uh, that was that was some big event stuff. Um, Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think like um the problem a lot of this stuff as well is um Empire is a is a it's a team game, mm. right? Mm. Like it's m- most of the systems involved in Empire are are group activities, or at least you have to like interact with people to really get the most it's a social game it's a social game i'm talking about things like right the the anything to do with the senate is all talking right Mm. anything to do with um the synod that's all talking um and building support for all of those right if you're into the military game then you have to argue a point on why your army needs to go here or there like all of these aspects are kind of even the rituals yeah are I, better the more people you get involved doing them i right? think that's all very true although it is important to say that you certainly don't have to number many to have a great impact on the game oh at all no. agreed agreed and also like it depends on how much you want to meter it or what you're yeah it depends whether you want to win win the game of empire which isn't a thing you, know, you yeah. can go there and if, if just role play if you're trying to improve the state of the empire or improve the condition of your nation or or your agenda on some political level then you are probably going to need to work with people and you're going to need to have allies and you have to get a support basis and all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but the, 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 a solo person can come in and create great waves just by essentially pinballing around and, and just you know clattering around the kitchen essentially of, of LARP and you can make a lot of noise as, as very few people uh, yeah I agreed I think there are people out there who are better at data mining than maybe i am <laughs> but if you maybe went through the wiki and really found something especially in the winds of war or winds of fortune that was like actively happening a lot of it's up there and you can kind of like trawl through it and read about things um come up with a stance on something that is active in the game that weekend which is, is a mm. great way to kind of like learn as you go by just having that have that conversation with different people and see how you get on with it right mm. so there, there there was a point i think um where i was just kind of sitting around the fire not just you know uh chilling just sitting around the navarre uh fire pit not really knowing what i wanted to do not really mm. kind of sitting there just just taking it in and uh some guy from wintermark turned up and uh you know he, he saw i was kind of just sitting there alone and not really knowing what i what i wanted to do 
and uh, he, he mm. came and talked to me because LARPers are great. They will do this kind yeah. of thing. They'll come and they'll yeah. come and make game for you. But yeah, he he came over and he explained that he was a a uh, a, a trader uh, and did a lot of trading within uh, Wintermark. He's bounced about the place, uh, and he came up to me and he went, "So tell me about Navarre." And I went, mm. "Okay then," and I I. I rolled off as much as I could have remembered from uh, from my readings of the wiki. Bearing in mind I've had a year and a half to prep for this, I had read the wiki page quite a bit uh, to try and build up hype for myself and keep yeah. it going. But did you, but did you sound like data, like reading off like uh, no. the wiki? Did you sound like you're reading off the wiki, or did you give it some oomph? I, do you know what I mean? Some, Dave, maybe some flair. You know me. I would not. I would not just throw it out there. We've got to put some theatrical spin on the, this. The person listening doesn't know that soul. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so no, of course I uh, I tried to explain it as much as I thought my character would know, um, mm. but I, I I was kind of ju- I just rattled it off and I got to the end, and he went, "Wow, you, you know a lot. Is this your first time at Anvil?" And I went, "Yeah." He went, "You know a lot. You know a lot more than many people here." And I went, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> and uh, in- interestingly, that gave me a real confidence boost mm. and. Uh, I think that was on on a lull on the Saturday because uh, mm. I think it took me quite a while. I think the Friday night passed, um, and then it got into the evening. I joined some people for kind of you know popping around the pubs or whatever. The group that I'd found just before we we'd been going around uh, went for went for some drinks. So Friday night was kind of okay. Saturday the battle in the morning was mm. excellent. I went along. It was monstering. Uh, you know everyone's kind of getting involved, and that was my first experience on the battlefield. Um, I think the battles can have a massive impact. Well, there's certainly like, obviously not for everybody. It depends what kind of game you're, you're into. But I think for us, uh, the just the battles they're just so different. So the scale yeah, we were... of everything is just so much grander than. Uh, Dude, I think I think we were enchanted by our Friday night there, right? Yeah. But the battles were like. Whoa! That was just what mind blowing. Like the genuine the scale giddy of it. excitement, just incredible fear, excitement. Like it's it's crazy watching the battle lines move out. Even just a scary. But but then just to look at them. But then at the same time, you're like, I'm about to interact in all of this. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like I'm, I'm going to be an active part in it. Is something so fantastic. There is no yeah. escape from it, and uh, I think that's a very very <laughs> beneficial thing. You can't escape the role play in the battlefield, and uh, it's, yeah. it's definitely no. a booster in that fact. No, the, the well, adrenaline of it. Some people run away. But. Yeah, but I mean, even that in itself is is exciting, right? They're just just mm-hmm. just the physics of the of the battlefield as you were it, it just it, it's yeah it's just a spectacle uh, and and it, it's amazing to be a part of i mean any any worries i had um from the from the day before about empire instantly disappeared for the two hours i was mm. on, the, on the battlefield because you are worried about something else and that is yeah. imperial heroes trying to <laughs> chop your head off you know <laughs> imperial scum <laughs> I was going to ask, actually, um, like with regards to uh, being a solo LARPer, I suppose we've kind of focused on some of the sort of natural fears and maybe sort of, if you like, some of the potential kind of yeah. downsides of being a solo LARPer. But are there positives and, and benefits, do you think, of being a solo LARPer? So but... I, I think I think we'll get to this because I feel um, that there, there was a turning point in my first event, which is 
which is the major benefit of being the solo LARPer that has then just increased throughout events. Okay, mm -hmm. so although Friday night was decent, Saturday morning battle was epic and the best. Mm -hmm. Post mm. Saturday morning battle, I had a real rough time, honestly. Um, mm. it, I adrenaline think, dump. Adrenaline dump. You have no idea what to do. You've you've already spent you know six p.m. till late, not really knowing you know getting to know Empire, but not really doing anything. Yeah. You still haven't really decided what you want to do. And in fact, I'd spent no XP. So I, I had come in as a complete blank slate, ready to apprentice mm. or, you know, learn about things. But again, it was really hard to find the people to learn about. I think I think I just didn't do a good enough job of kind of speaking to people. And I, I hate to I hate to say this in like a, a Buddhist way, but was it the things that you expected to be getting that were giving you your suffering at that point? Right? Like, did you yeah. feel like, oh, I wanted to do more, and I don't feel like I'm getting the most out of it? I'm tired. And I don't know how to do it. And entirely, entirely. Right? I think, and it, it it really didn't help. It was just kind of a spiral. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I, I I come in as a blank slate. I thought I could dude, get some. Oh, dude, done. what's interesting is I had the same. I I think I had a very similar feeling, but I was with other people. Yeah. What's interesting is that you were by yourself and had no mirror for that, right? I couldn't turn to Ian and be like, "Oh fuck, man, I'm so fucking tired," right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you by yourself, which makes it even more stressful. I think I I think imagine. I just popped back to my tent for a couple of bits, just just kind of calm down, reset. Yeah. Um. Just just well, check we some did. things. Yeah, we did exactly the same thing. Well, we I spoke had to a little uh, nap at one point, didn't we? Yeah, there's there's a few people that I've spoken to who I think this is something like, I think because we do it, I think it's something that is like our our, our minds and bodies are actually giving us like take a minute. If everything's getting too much, go back to your tent and spend half an hour yeah. detaching from Empire. Right? Yeah. Like just yeah, yeah. just to switch off. Go and look at Facebook on your phone or read the news or get back to the real world just for a minute and give yourself some time because. God, all it took was like 20 minutes, half an hour, and we were right back on there, right? Like, we were good to go again. It's, I literally it's, just it's had tough, a, a little mini kip, I think. I think I literally just yeah. sort of laid down on my little uh, bed thing for like 20 minutes, half an hour, and that's kind of how I... And it was just... It was nice just to sort of take that time to almost just like meditate out. But it's not easy. Yeah, it, it, that I think... kind of mindfulness, you break down the events that have happened and, and kind of like... You, you feel yourself... like you're missing out though, and that doesn't... Yeah, work. it's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Uh, Empire's short, dude. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like not... It's such a short amount of time. It's basically two days, right? Mm, Friday yeah, yeah, yeah. into... Yeah, Sunday. But um, you don't really have that long, which can, can, makes you feel like you want to like savor every morsel and everything must be active all the time when really it's impossible to actually do that i think yeah um, yeah, yeah no entirely yeah. sorry we keep interrupting you so what are you saying no it's fine i i think yeah so i i had my break um well quite a few breaks i probably break throughout the, the whole of the afternoon kind of going right psych myself up to do this go out try and find something don't quite find it don't quite build up the courage or something and which was so weird for me because i'm i'd say i'm a fairly outgoing person you know <laughs> in the real world mm -hmm. um yeah. but something something about empire just or again i think it's the not having the foothold in a complete strange location it, it's just it's bizarre it's, i totally dude i i'm like known as a confident chatty person but there's something weird about going to empire i've seen people that are very very nervous blossom over the course of a weekend to mm. the point where they're like they have a really great time and i've also seen very very confident people um I was talking to a friend of mine. I think I was talking to Tom about this. And the way we described it was almost like, um, think of like a really, like an, a car with a really powerful engine, but you can't get any traction on your wheels. 
yeah like that's kind of how it feels like maybe being like more confident and being out of your depth at at empire is you feel like your wheels are just spinning and it's hard to kind of like know why it took me a little while to get my confidence back it doesn't doesn't help because you're going you're you're telling yourself you're not like this. You, you, this is normally easy. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, dude, like when I was trying to, who wants to, uh, who wants to be my sergeant or whatever in the battle? And I'm screaming internally at myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Outside, my body's just like gormless expression on my face, no movement whatsoever. But inside, there's this, like, I'm tearing around the room in my mind, throwing tables over, being like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Go do the thing! <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I still have that to, to some degree, but the fact is, is I've got enough game going in general yeah. I'm, I'm much more relaxed i don't think so it about it now no. it, in fact now it's more like i feel like my character is is what whatever he's doing is acceptable what where wherever he is and whatever he's doing i'm allowed to be there and i'm allowed to say whatever i'm saying right like it's um like i feel justified in my actions through my character now whereas i felt maybe i was I didn't want to impose, maybe, as well. That was maybe one thing when I first started going. Or, or to be made to look foolish by overstepping yourself as well, which is easily done, I think, if you're not too sure about some of the aspects of the game. You don't know what the social sort of etiquette is. You don't know yeah. what the structure is. And you, you you don't want to be shown to be ignorant in a kind of a way that annoys people, right? You don't want to give offence. And all of that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. There's a lot going on. Um, and, and I think... It's not like, say, I don't know, joining a sports team, right, where you have some vague idea of what the rules of the game are before you go or whatever. It's like, because it's a whole world structure with a lore and all of these things that is more than really any one person could know. And even if you know it, you still have to have the confidence to actually actuate that knowledge that you may have. Mm. It's very tough, I think, going in. I mean, I still get nervous now, like... You know, it's kind of a slow thing. I mean, I'm not a naturally uh, confident person. Um, it's fear of feeling stupid, I think. Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent, you don't want to. You just don't want to mess up in front of everybody. And, and like, and it's in a way, it's a sort of a silly thing because you you kind of you kind of get the vibe that people aren't really going to point and laugh at you. But I think there is that bit of you that is like yeah. back to the being a kid joining the classroom for the first time. Dude, re- rejection is a huge part of this right it's because you care so much yeah. that you're so scared of these people which are your new peers rejecting you it's a perfectly natural response to something that you are passionately want to be involved in right like you i think that's what's interesting now getting more settled into navarre a lot of the people when i first went that i was fairly intimidated by and really looked up to not that they're actually intimidating people like this is from me rather than them right um but interacting with them getting to know them they're just like everybody else right mm. there's, there's no one there that's going to mm. be like like the, and there are assholes there right like you might just as much you know probably less but if you bumped into some random person on the street and had a conversation with them most of the time people are going to be fairly decent people and, and friendly to you ever so often unfortunately there are dicks out there and they may well give you a bad time but the big worry like i was saying before at the start was i think it's really sad when the first people that that like are solo larpers and new to larp sometimes you end up bumping to the dick right which is unlucky but it isn't a reflection on you right like there are dicks out there so um i I don't think i ever 
bumped into those people, and I, I think that's yeah. very much helped my experience. I mean, I've definitely, I think definitely the, bumped I think into the them only, since, but not, not within the The only thing episode. I had, which put me off at the start, and I don't think I mentioned it in the first episode, but it was something where I was asking about where we should put our camp, and it was a couple of guys, and they were doing something, and they were very dismissive of me, like very dismissive to the point of rudeness, right? And that was, that was one thing that made me really worried about the rest of the weekend, was that there was... Uh, I don't know, like a clique where people were like, oh, I don't know you, go away type thing. That was one thing, which turned out to be fairly unfounded. I mean, I'm sure there are people that do that, but that's not the majority, right? Yeah. No, not not at all. Yeah, I've, fact, I've, I was, I yeah sorry, yeah, go for it. Dude. No, I, I think I was blown away uh, on the Thursday night. You know, there's nerves building up. You just start talk, talking to people and you go, these are all so nice. <laughs> mm. I think actually, like, cause we we when we first went, we went on the Friday. We went quite late on the Friday as well. In fact, we missed out on a few things just because we were so late setting everything up and just a lot of buggering about, basically. And having gone since uh, on Thursday, I think we all just felt the huge benefit you get from going on Thursday and mm. having that extra day. I, I think like it, it's it's certainly a good way to go. Uh, I mean, obviously, I can't speak from it as a, as a starting player's perspective, but I, I think that that first time we went on Thursday, Dave, we, we just, mm-hmm. it, it's a real eye-opener, just how it instantly makes your Friday more relaxing. Um, you get so much more time to sort of ease yourself into I also, it. I also felt weirdly, like, less rushed over the weekend, mm-hmm. right? Like, because mm-hmm. I could get a lot of the kind of, like, just vibe of hanging out, seeing yeah. people I wanted to see. and like, Yeah, a few other bits and pieces, but I could get a lot of that done without having to worry about it on the Friday as well, like you are saying. But yeah. the kind of social aspect and the climatization for being there was, yeah, totally Thursday for the win. Yeah. I've never not gone on a Thursday, so I don't know what it's like, but I know that Thursday is lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think mean, we'll... can you imagine being one of those people that rocks up there at, like, four o'clock on the Friday? Yeah. I mean, like, how <sighs> stressful must that be? I mean, it, I can imagine there's all sorts of people that have to, you know, especially people, childcare seems to come up a lot when I talk yeah. to people about mm, going on the Thursday. Mm. That seems to be a big, big thing, like, for, for people that don't have kids, it's a lot easier just to be like, oh, I'm going to go after work on Thursday evening, and I'll just take the Friday off, you know? Mm. I even go earlier than that turn up about lunchtime and just just take the whole thursday friday off lovely <laughs> yeah that's that's winning that's winning right there yeah i think um, like that's the way i'm going to go in the future just try and have as much of the sort of thursday fr- uh, and the and the friday to to chill out with as as possible really and i just think it's it just leads to a much more relaxed way to move into the actual time in all right let's move on right sol where are you in your story at this stage i'm losing track think man. think think post battle it's the post-battle blues, and yes. they went on for yeah, quite yeah. a while. Uh, and I think at that point, I was definitely questioning my enjoyment. Um, and this yeah. is this is not just me, um, no. but uh, I'll probably get to that in a, a little bit later. Um, but it all picked up again, and and I think this is this is where it hit. It, skirmishes in the evening. I'd heard about them at standing. Mm. I was like, okay, <sighs> I've I've fought as an orc, as orky boy number three, <laughs> but now. <laughs> I get to be Farron. Who is Farron? We don't even know yet. I got. I bought my sword, my freshly bought sword. Um, uh, someone lent me another one, thankfully, to to make use of my ambidextrous points. Abby. Um, and I I went out on a skirmish. I think it was a fairly big one. The first one I went on. I don't remember it much. You'd think I'd remember my first. No, I do. I do remember. It was it was a big beastie boy 
like a seven foot two, uh, seven foot tall umber hulk, uh, and all, all of like the Valorn. It was terrifying as run away, shit. run away! Oh my god, <laughs> it was the worst thing. It was amazing, but I was so fearful. We were we were having to like he ran away. He lived to fight on our not not quite that bad. That's us. Sometimes just when we all ran away that time. Oh my god, that shit's still. I think we were defending a uh, a ritual site for like twenty five minutes. I wasn't ready for this. They were there were there were these people that were just like zombies trying to come at me. I was like ah, and then they got up again. I was going. I have no idea what's going on here. And then you had you had these the. What are they? The the bug people. I can't remember their names now. Etacamps. The air. Yeah, the etacaps. They're coming out of there and just just hitting you. And then and then we had the the bigger bug boys who just shatter, shatter, shatter. It was terrifying. Fortunately, the the kind of the group that I I'd made an in with uh, were were known to be very good fighters and were the reason why they were uh, put on this skirmish. Um, so I just kind of held with them. And did you did you had you built up a rapport with them? Like, were you did you feel like you were fighting with them, or did you feel like you? Were... Oh, I was I was with them entirely. Yes, but yes, I think that's a really interesting like um, like emotional trigger, right? When you realise like we, it's we, it's a, a team game that we're doing, and we're fighting the enemy, and we're looking after each other. It's fucking cool, right? That's how you build bonds. Pretty you, fast. You, you were covering their back, and yeah. and they were covering yours, and you could kind of feel that it was it was a it was an unspoken um uh, mm-hmm. uh yeah thing uh but yeah my god and then this seven foot tall umber hulk thing came out of the bushes and and just broke through the lines and we had to start hitting it and oh my god it I, chills the whole time i was shaking um but we got off that and the adrenaline rush was incredible yeah uh nothing i think as compared to my first two skirmishes uh, there are fewer there are yeah. fewer greater pleasures in life than going off a dangerous but very successful skirmish and then going out drinking on Saturday night. What that about is what... a dangerous and very unsuccessful skirmish, which is the <laughs> second one? <laughs> well, I I don't like I, I don't like drinking on a loss. Like I don't like a loss anyway, but um like But survival so, so and win, it, right? It's funny that to you. To be call fair, we it... had a blast when we ran away. To be fair, we were we did find that amazing. It's funny um... that you called it a loss because uh, myself and the others on the skirmish still agree that this one thing is our favourite moment at LARP ever. All of us, flat out, we have never had a moment like my second skirmish, and this was really interesting. So yeah, I'm gonna. By the way, I'm gonna disagree with myself ten seconds ago, but yeah, it's not important that you went on not to have enjoyment of it. That's not true, and that's not how I view it because I've been on so many shit fests and come out with big, big smile on my faces. Like when Dave had to do that giant run past all oh, those people who just made yeah. it in time. Like we got our asses handed to us on that skirmish, but um great memories right so yeah maybe yeah. maybe losses are, are more memorable than victories tell us right. your skirmish Ponder that one we, we yeah, came we came back off this first one 25 minutes long haul against the Valorn. i was knackered okay i this is the first time i've been wearing i mean i only have a gamberson but i had quite a few layers under that that i shouldn't have been wearing but i've learned very much uh, in the future to to remove um, I was <laughs> <laughs> so you were like uh, was your face bright I was, red uh, yeah, yeah bright red it, it was a hot weekend um, also it's it was... a lot of adrenaline right the adrenaline yeah, alone geez. will destroy you but yeah so I'd come off that 
I just made it back to camp. I'd slowly started to take off some of my arms. And uh, it, it turns out that there was another one not too long, like about an hour. So we'd, we'd, we'd been resting up at camp. It was only, it was a small one. It was like 14, I think. Um, anyway, I was just sitting back at camp. I wasn't expecting to go on it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to tap out. I, I, I thought I'd come to the cycle of me going back to my tent again and kind of just resting, processing what the what the hell just happened, right? Uh, I should actually premise this, uh, or preface this. Um, I did go to the scouts meeting, which was interesting, because there was a lot of plot to do with that at the weekend. I don't need to go into details with it, but uh, it was a lot to do with um, who had been uh, who had been put as the leader, um, and they were part of our group. Okay. I, see, I'm already saying our group. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it didn't take long. One, one kind of battle, and they've got your backs. That's what that's what really sets you in mm. uh, with your loyalties. But yeah, so they were part of our group. They didn't end up going on this skirmish, but uh, most of us did. It was 14 of us. Um, three were scouts. Okay, the rest were were my group, and interestingly they, they you know there was a couple of spots that they hadn't, hadn't managed to field yet i wasn't expecting to go on it but someone just went hey you and pointed over at me i was sitting by the fire like i know do you want to do you want to come on this one and i went oh, I'm, and it was just kind of starting to rain a little bit and i was like i'm really tired but i was like what did they say what did they say in the intro always mm-hmm. say yes so yeah. i went yeah all right i'll join got my borrowed the sword again kind of not I, I knew a little bit more what to expect here um i was you know a little bit more pumped for this but there was a lot fewer of us we got to the sentinel gate the war scout came out and uh, informed our, our leader uh we shall i i think we'll we'll call him by his name he, he's called pie face that's not his actual <laughs> name but it's what right. we, we ended up calling him and, and he was the major point of this this uh this this plot moment i'd say because uh, he was leading this right right so he comes over he like uh my, he's my friend now he's he's an excellent guy he always plays the same characters though but we love him um he's always very bravado uh brav- he has a huge bravado to him and, and mm-hmm. always likes to over overdo things um but he came over and he was like right so we're going to and we all know what this is like now. We're going to the Black Plateau. <laughs> oh, <thank laughs> Fourteen of you going to the Black Plateau. <laughs> Seven of you ain't there, coming back. There is a researcher <laughs> who has been who has gone mad and has lost themselves behind uh, enemy lines. Well, leave them there. We've I think got to we get in agree. there, get the research notes, and get the researcher out. In out quick job i was like okay <laughs> this sounds fine this is against orcs none of these none of these bugs trying to this is, rip my you, shit you up do, so you do know why there was a space and no why no one would go now right like <laughs> yeah I, I post it i do but yeah so right we've got there we have our leader of our group but um oh no we don't we we have we have this guy he's our he's our, our, our sub leader in this one okay so we're ready. He's just packed his crossbow, his freshly bought crossbow. He doesn't use it often. He only has two bolts. What could go wrong? Uh, we had a couple of scouts with us borrowed uh, who were along for the ride. That's fine. 
Although there was a little bit of tension with the fact that uh, our group was a, was a leader. Okay, mm -hmm. they open the portal. We're ready to go through. That's when we are stopped by a ref and passed these pieces of paper that inform us that we have been cursed. Mm -hmm. This is, interestingly, this, is the this was not the first Black Plateau curse, but it was the first of the kind that we had that weekend. So it was the first one that was accentuated to the point where uh, your your emotions are heightened um, so much so that anything negative you will uh, respond uh, erratically, and it, it was with um, it was with force, wasn't it? It was. Uh, yeah. you, you, it's also that you get um, anything that irritates you, you want to be aggressive towards, but you get like a weird feedback loop. Correct. Of, um, being like, you feel good about being a dick about it, basically. <laughs> That's probably not you how can, it's written you in can, the wiki, but. You can execute your fellows for extra hero points, was the big one. What? Yes, yeah, yeah I've, had, yeah. I've had this before as well. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we just get past this piece That's, of paper. Do you know who that is right there? That's fucking Andy Rapp. Fucking <laughs> people right there. Do you know what I mean? What a monster of a human being. This, this is my first weekend. I'm reading this shit and going, I'm cursed. <laughs> yeah. Execute my new friends. I've just, I've just built up a rapport with these people. And now uh, I want to be angry like with the them. As a solo player as well, like, what a fucking nightmare. Like, do you just execute all your new friends? Like, Jesus. Right. So obviously I was going to play it a little bit lighter. But at that moment, the pathetic fallacy, the the rain opened, and it was like a bucket. It just just drenched us all for the whole of this skirmish. I say the whole. It, it took about seven minutes before everything had degraded. It, it, right. Yeah, yeah. So we go out. Okay. The rain has opened up. Heaviest rain I think I've ever seen at Empire. Uh, and that that's that's with E2 last year as well. Or E1 last year. I can't remember which one it was. Um, so yeah, um, we go in, we're all angry, we're already swearing at each other before we've even got into the forest. It's not a good start. It's, it's not, not a good, good start. start. What happens? We start, we start patrolling out. Someone sees something off in the bushes. People just dive. Okay, so there's only 14 of us. And I don't even know how many orcs are there because I'm I'm just up up one alley. They've just dived into the forest. There's someone over here. We, we see the, we see the, um... The, the person we're supposed to get, the researcher. There's a couple of druge kind of holding her with, with swords ready to, to kill her. We start seeing them come out of the bushes, firing arrows at us. I get hit in the arm. Um, and I because I'm wearing light armor, I immediately lose that arm. First time this your, has happened. Your arm goes Ace Ventura First... in the second one, where you're like waving it around and it's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> First time this has happened. I'm hearing shouts and screams going off. Our leader has completely lost it he was he was you know he's ready and then suddenly we all just start swearing at him for 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 fucking this shit up he's he's gone wrong he fires the first bolt of his crossbow at the at the guy uh, uh the druge who's got the the hostage with them yeah his crossbow bolt uh his crossbow misfires and the <laughs> it breaks so he can't even use it <laughs> all he'd brought along with him was another dagger so, so he just has to hold that, just run in and do as best he can. The scouts have gone up front because that's why we we got them, got completely cut off, hit, 
I I still had my limp arm. I had to try and find the healer. The healer was was getting me, but we could see some more of the the archers coming around the side from the bushes. There was shouting, screaming from the from the downed scouts and the and and our friends. Uh, I finally got to the healer. He started healing my arm, and I just kept swearing at him for not healing me fast enough. Mm. Um, we got into a really big argument after that, to the point where we started attacking each other mid mid fight. Uh, we then realized this is not going well. Um, we lost the researcher. The The research papers were useless. Uh, and we just run. Okay. We, we just have to get out of there. It times up. We got to get, we got to get out of here. So we get off. Okay. We realize we've lost the two scouts that we'd hired and we had, we had problems with, uh, you know, we had, uh, tensions with the scouts all this weekend. So that didn't help, uh, our friend, but yeah, so we got off. And then it was this great moment where we were just walking up to the gate going, loving this. We'd just come off the high, a little bit of an OC break in between getting back to the gate going, wow, that was nuts. So, uh, and we were all looking at each other like, we know what's going to happen here. Like, like when we get what we're doing, when we get out the gate and we were counting down three, two, and then we pass through the gate immediately start shouting attacking our leader <laughs> people at the the you know you know how people are at the hospital yeah. and, and things around there they're lovely people they, they start seeing people. us attacking what the hell's going on militia militia and we're just all, all all getting up in people's grills i'm having a go at the healer we're all having a go at our leader who you know mr failed crossbow pie face uh, is just going insane uh, we then start splitting off down all the different alleyways in Highgard uh, and just start attacking each other, having jewels up the streets, making our way back to camp. <laughs> They're going, some went down there and some people get caught. Some of us just keep on going, keep on attacking each other. And we finally make it back to camp. Someone has is bleeding out at this point. Who knows what's going on? Uh, you know, we heal them up uh, and so forth. It continues. We were all a little bit tired, but we were all still affected by the curse. And we were like, that, that was, that's the coolest thing. That was, that was amazing. We never had so much fun. But it, I mean, it didn't stop there. Um, we, we were trying to learn how to fix this. Uh, no, I know. We got rounded up and put in a, a tent in Highgard, told we can't leave for 15 minutes, right? And we're all sitting there going, why can't we leave for 15 minutes? We're, we're riled up both in character and kind of out of character at that point going, God. So we're just we're just giving them all the grief. Uh, but finally, the militiaman was, was kind enough to let us go when after the 15 minutes passed, it didn't work. We were very angry. Um, what? Yeah. So they were trying to do some sort of um, this was spell ritual. thing on you or whatever. Yeah, yeah it, because it worked before, but it didn't anymore because we were kind of the guinea pigs of this. So they were like, man, nah, fuck it, we'll just send them back out into the general population then. No, they didn't. No, we ran. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But so yeah, the the evening continues on. We're all still affected by this. We have no idea, uh, and uh, I think we finally learnt that it was um it was something of crystal clarity. I can't remember. Uh, it's, <clears throat> it was a ritual uh, oh, that yeah. cost like four yeah, mana crystals or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but none of us could be bothered to get that done because apparently it just resets. Uh, it after sunset, it'll, you'll just get it back immediately. So we were like, ah, oh, none of us are going to get that done. Okay. So yeah. we went back to camp. This is when we started scheming again. And you can see that now I'd I'd fully fallen into this group just because of this one roleplay moment um, and this one skirmish. Everyone that was on that, it, I think we had a couple who weren't in our group. 
Um, but, you know, you instantly have that rapport with them because we've just had the most insane moment at LARP. And I think that's that's kind of what made it. Um, Empire has these really great bonding... It gives you opportunity for bonding, right? It doesn't yeah. always happen necessarily, but it gives you opportunity for it. Mm. Um, like the whole, uh, like Songs of the Stories, obviously we bang on about it, but there's loads of stuff like that. Like Dawn with their, um, uh, the trials. Yeah, right? So yeah, a lot yeah. of those trials yeah. are about interacting with other people or getting something done, right? So that kind of forces people to kind of actually engage with other people and, 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 and you know, do all of that, right? So, yeah, it's kind of interesting that, <clears throat> how quick it is as a uh, a thing is to, to to draw a bond of complete strangers, and you yeah. didn't know these people from Adam, right? Like um, on the on Thursday. Yeah, I, I I knew of them, and I'd kind of had a few drinks with them, but we you know we weren't we were acquaintances for sure. Um, I'd say, mm. uh, but yeah, funny you mentioned songs of story because that's when our next scheme happened. Um, we did a little bit of OC, kind of like, how do we want to do this? And uh, we were like, I don't know what, one of, one of you, the leader, and one other guy start walking into camp. And we were like, okay, okay. So, and we'll wait over here, ready as like an ambush. <laughs> right, so we'd, we'd got this, this thing set up. He walked in. Uh, the leader walked in with one other guy who immediately turned on him right next to Songs and Story while it was going on. And you know you do not interrupt Songs and Story. You do not interrupt Songs and Story. I didn't know this at the time, so this was fun. Um, but yeah, so he turned on him immediately, attacked him. We all just ran on in there, knives out, ready to to get a piece of our our failed leader. And uh, song the songs and story just instantly stopped. They were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what's going on?" We had everyone rush on over, start breaking up the the fight that was going on. Uh, and the two that started it, the leader and the other guy, um, they, they got their legs cleaved because they were just going at each other. Militia <laughs> turned up; they were all holding them back. Uh, a few of us, they were like, get everyone. A few of us kind of backed off slightly because we realised we were going to get into some some deep trouble, but we were still just throwing abuse at them. And I, honest, LARP allows you to be so angry without consequences, which I think is a very good thing. It, it allows you to just get it all out there and just, yeah, oh, it's so good. Um, I didn't even know these people, which was even funnier because... <laughs> Just, just yelling things, really bad things at them uh, for something that had happened. Uh, you know, why would skirmish. anyone want to be a militia person? You, I mean, you do get <laughs> you to sign yourself up for it, really, don't you? Yeah, I like every militia person I've known has kind of had this um, fatalistic sense of humour about their own experiences. Yeah, gallows, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cop. Do you remember that guy who was? He came and qu- asked us questions, and he was actually a police officer. Like, he was. Um, do you remember that guy, Ian? Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, hold on, you're a real cop in the real world, but you come to Empire to be a police officer. Like, <laughs> dude, like, maybe he's living his uh, his best life as a police officer, and that's that's all he ever wants to yeah, do. Yeah, you like, get maybe to that's... be like, because you can do the things as a militia person, can't you, that maybe you couldn't do, you know, because you, you can be that kind of badass cop, and you can give all No, the... dude. He was a, a classic, extremely professional British Bobby. Yeah. When we interacted with him, like uh, I'm sure he's a, maybe he's a terrible bent cop, and he comes to <laughs> Empire to uh, to role play what it's like to be a nice guy cop. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I wonder what happens if I don't break all their fingers and take the money for myself. You know? <laughs> Who knows? It's interesting you say it because 
I'm still playing my first character. I'm still playing the character mm. that experienced. Oh shit! Yes. Look at you, your bloody right. first character lot. Come uh, on, it's live it's a little. Just, it, like, yeah, I, I, China. I, imagine Where? dying. Imagine dying. Imagine being so bad at combat. <laughs> right? Just charging into <sighs> stupid places and getting just, yourself just, killed. I was there. You know the worst thing about that was my fucking funeral when everyone was just like, well, he did. He was a bit reckless, wasn't he? And everyone was like, yeah, he was a crazy son of a bitch. That guy had a like death following him for I was there. I was next to you as you went down. And I had to fight my way That's back. That's what I mean. So line. how reckless am I? Hold on. How? Yeah, because... No, it's I, just... You know, it was un- get, get I was good. unlucky. I was unlucky. I was get good. <laughs> yeah, souls here. <laughs> Parents are alive. Uh, what happened? <laughs> I came and told. I went straight to Talis and informed him that you'd gone down. I knew. I knew it had gone bad because, like, you know, you kind of look for people at the end of the battle, and like, people are kind of walking up to you, and you're kind of asking them, and they're kind of giving you like little shakes. Or I don't know. I don't know. And <laughs> hold on. And I thought got... you said that you could see me from where you were. Yeah, I saw you go down, but I didn't see you die. That's the thing, right? No, like, no, oh, no. So you could see me dying. Yeah. But yeah. you didn't come and get me. Oh, no, well, there was no I way. Couldn't I help you. There couldn't was no some you. unresolved shit. This isn't, this isn't the podcast for it. This isn't the no. podcast for it. There is some unresolved shit going on here. So yeah. let's move on. Let's, let's, <laughs> it's about solo players. It's so not yeah, about... It's the, not the to, treacherous to finish podcast up the, where we, you know, finish up turn the on evening. our friends. Okay, finish up this story. Uh, I watch these new acquaintances of mine get dragged off to the militia, and I hate them, right? So we we get told, leave, disperse, okay? Get out of here, or we'll get dragged there. But we just follow them, okay? And we are standing just outside the militia. It's dark by this time, okay? And um, they are... <laughs> we get to the militia's tent, and we find them on the floor, no limbs, with about five people on top of each each of them <laughs> as they're trying to claw for each other uh one of the orcs comes over acting all threatening against uh, you know us three this is the first interaction i've had with a with an imperial orc you know i i didn't i heard the stories about heading to their their camp i wasn't gonna risk it mm-hmm. um but yeah so he, he he came up being all all, all brash or whatever going leave leave them to it we don't need your stuff here and we're just still yelling at them and they're going oi <laughs> Uh, and every time he kind of turns around to see the location, we take a step forward and get closer and closer. Our dagger right by our side, ready to take a strike at the leader. And oh, it was just the best moment. It kind of it calmed down after that. You know, they 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 performed the ritual on them, uh, got them got them calm. And then uh, we hadn't had it, but we suddenly realised, hang on, isn't the Imperial Army supposed to be going to the exact location we've just been? 500 people we saw how bad the 14 people with this curse was what about the 500 people so we were like shit we've got to we got to tell someone um so i spent the evening i didn't drink that evening because i spent the whole whole time on my feet trying to find the generals to inform them And and you know talking to the generals i think at the time i didn't really make the connection that these were high up people um and i think I think it was kind of a bell curve with that. I think, you know, second event, once you know, kind of know who they are, you're like, oh, shit, I'm talking... I, I spoke to a general? Mad. Now it's kind of like, oh, I, I'm talking to a general. Awesome. Mm. Let's get some stuff done. I've got agendas here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the big difference. But yeah, so I spent the whole thing it, it, until time out, um, just traipsing after generals informing them. Um, 
next morning i got the i got the ritual cast on me so i was clear on the battlefield had my first battle it's pretty pretty insane but again it's the same same vibe um our leader didn't come back from that battle um Accidents <laughs> happen all the time. For one reason Battles are very another. dangerous places. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? They're very dangerous, dangerous places. Place, yeah. um, a lot of, a lot of exactly, things. A lot of, exactly. A lot of, a lot of, you know, then, dead weight gets cut. Fortunately, this in was battles, so. this was nothing to do with Farron's uh, crime spree. He didn't, he didn't start that young. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, had that second battle, and then after that, we were all shattered. But it, I mean, it just continued. There were because again, we hadn't been cleared. We still had mad. Uh, the madness on us, the mad curse. There were strikes out at uh, uh, the standing on the on the Sunday, and it just kept going, kept going, kept going. Oh, was that the day going. when so- th- then someone tried to attack? Uh... Yeah, so that's my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, tried to attack, and there were there was multiple attacks, but yeah, it was all within. I got stabbed by uh, them, and uh, yeah, it was all all over the place. But yeah, it finally kind of wound down as people got got slightly tired of it. Um, so is that group that you're talking about now are you part of that group now like, y- yeah what, year so, and a half later? so Farron's still part of that group even if <laughs> even if the other people who were there aren't <laughs> aren't with us <Yeah>. anymore <laughs> this is just an observation but like listening to both you and Phil um, what's interesting is that you, I think you came in both with the right attitudes on how to approach it you were, you both you were both really fucking hype Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You both came into it with a lot of um, passion about what you're about to do. I think both of you are potentially quite nervous. I haven't spoken to Phil in, with details about this, but the, well, the I, output I of this there, so is can... incredible, right? Like both you and Phil. Like, didn't Phil end up? He's he's ended up in a position of oh, given a sword. Phil yeah, he's mad. just like Phil was mad. So he was my lift that weekend. Uh, I, yeah. So it was E1 last year. Um, it was his first event, so he used my lift. We had a big conversation uh, on the way. Uh, and in fact, I went with one of my other friends um, that time. It was his first time. And I, I, I'll get to why that's kind of a, a talking point in a second. But yeah, no, so I was with Phil, having a chat with him. He had done exactly the same as me. Uh, been hyped for it for quite a while. Had done a lot of prep. And I think prep is, honestly, it's a really good thing as a solo LARPer, is to to read get hyped about and under- at least have a good foothold i would re- i really uh, say i mean you probably could just dive in but i'd say it's a lot even harder um than 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 the way that some of us have found it he'd also mm-hmm. however contacted another new player uh who we met at the event um they they he, they'd contacted each other uh, got to know each other there you know and uh, and then joined the same group and they both of them honestly have been e- excellent larpers um, yeah i think it's josh but but um, i think i think both bo- like i was saying both of you have and i think it's really interesting to watch these kind of like clear success stories um the one thing i was thinking about was i think very quickly both you and phil actually knew more about the game because of your prep work and were being more involved in it than i was and that was mm. at least a couple of seasons um uh, events in um and i think that comes down to one it comes down to both of your personalities but also mm. the fact is that you you weren't with anyone so you had to kind of like yeah. go and manifest this shit right yeah. like so you went out there and absolutely like 
took control of it basically like you you came mm. with a good attitude that was re- respected by the players that you bumped into and then you just got shit done and settled right in and started playing the game it's 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 so admirable and it's so impressive you i know? think i think you have a different mindset the fact is is instead of going for a fun weekend with friends you're going for a, you you want to lop and that that is that is mm-hmm. the mindset that you're going in with uh, it was the same with me playing dozens and dragons i didn't have a group i set up a group I asked to find a DM and I went in with the, the purpose of I'm going to learn the rules. You know, I'm going to try and get a game up and running. I'm very much the proactive person in that, that sense. So when it came to LARP, I wasn't going to LARP. I was going to LARP to have a good weekend, but I was going to LARP. I wasn't yeah. going for a fun weekend, you know, I, with a big group. With, your, with, the, with the lads, right? You go yeah. in there to, yeah. to LARP, right? Okay. And, I, get, I get that, what you mean by that, yeah. And, and when I went with Phil and my other friend... Uh, it was his first time, but I did warn him, and he's he's a less less outgoing person. He's fairly fairly good. He's you know uh, a theatre kind of guy, but I went. He, he was playing Dawn. Stupid, stupid boy. Shouldn't have played Dawn. We all make mistakes, <laughs> but yeah. There's no accounting um, for taste. No, 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 this is this honestly. Is... If we keep doing this, we actually think are that, legit about it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like out of it's definitely not Dawn the one I hate. The one I hate is. <laughs> insert nation here oh, i don't know whether i'll blank that in post or not yeah. but um yeah, yeah no anyway, so so i was like okay i know you're coming with me but i'm gonna have a very busy weekend and i don't think i can mm. be holding your hand the whole time because otherwise it will affect my game and i made that very clear before we went to the event that while we'll you know see each other in the evening when we get back to the tent I won't see you on the field. I'll be there to help. Obviously, if I bump into you, I'll, I'll have a chat. But at the same time, I wanted to. I didn't want to ruin my weekend by worrying about him. Um, also, there's something to be said about like going your own path and that stuff. Also, you're different nations, which makes it very difficult, right? Like, because mm. um, uh, I had the same thing. Because we saw Phil earlier on in the weekend, then we were, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, if you need anything, we we're chatting to him. Yeah, come say hi. Mm. When we saw him next, he was literally like. I remember he was like it was somewhere in a in a public area or we were walking on our way to a skirmish and I saw Phil and he was like oh good to see you sorry I haven't been about to see you more I've had lots on I've got to go now bye and he was off yeah, right because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's he's in it he's doing it right he doesn't need that's the exact same anyone else with the, he's with already me. busy you know yeah oh he, he yeah, was amazing. busy off from the get go I I can't remember when I bumped into him but uh, yeah he was straight into it I was very impressed. Yeah, I think some of the going back to the post I made, some of the really, like obviously Claire Evans and his her team of the new player team are there for you, um, mm. whether you're going as part of a group or whether you're a solo larper, right? So going to these events, like I think we just started chatting to people, like um, uh, like we we made a couple of friends just by being chatty in the new player meetings, mm. Mm. right? Yeah. We chatted to people yeah. next to us, right? And then then you build that concept. I I bet if you went to the um, uh, that we missed going to the first the battle practice thing, didn't we? But yeah. that's a really good way to meet new people. Yeah, it also will allow you to spot other new people. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when you're in a crowd of people and you're not really sure what's going on, a little nod to a, a person that you know is in a similar situation to you can actually be very helpful. 
um, yeah. as a point of reference, you know. And I definitely um, did that throughout the weekend. There are definitely times where I saw those new people, and they were doing completely separate, you know, other things. I think they 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 actually used what what Empire uh, provide for you. They they was talking to the egregores, getting jobs to do. I uh, I think yep. I, I had too much of an ego in the way, and I was like, no, I know what I want to do, <laughs> and I think that 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 didn't help things. Um, yeah, but but it was just fortunate that the the chain of events that took place led to what is honestly one of the best LARP moments I've ever had and got me hooked. So yeah. I think I was fortunate, but from the sounds of it, a lot of my you know my my other friend he had a really bad first weekend. Uh, mm. Again, he you know really good Friday night, fairly good Saturday morning, and then it kind of dulled off for him, mm. uh, which is kind of the inverse of what mine was like. He still came to another event. He he was a little bit uh, downheartened after the first one, but he still came to that that other event, and now he loves it. He's part of a full full house. Yeah, loving it in dawn. Really, really having a good time, and he's got a good group. Um, so it, it is it is just getting past that first hump and finding the people yeah. you want. It to can be take with. time, right? It, and this and definitely... that, dealing with those energy drops, and <clears throat> you are gonna have. Um, you know, adrenaline dumps, you're going to have moments of uncertainty yeah. and it's just being aware that though, that that may well happen and uh, that, you know, you can ride it out and that there are mechanisms and social constructs in place to help you go yeah. and engage with the game and take part the, in. I think the, what we're actually talking about, like you just said there, Ian, is the hump. <clears throat> yeah. There is a hump. It might be a tiny little thing for some people. It might be bigger for other people. It might take some people longer to get over. It might not even exist for other people right but that there might be this hump that you need to get over you will get over it there are some stuff that you may feel alone and isolated on because you don't have a point of reference if you're listening to this podcast i really hope that you're getting the general impression that it doesn't matter whether you're an uber confident person or quite a shy person there are some universal things like fatigue um adrenaline dumping feeling out uh, out of sorts generally by a few bits and pieces these are all very natural things that you don't need to be you know don't be aware of them but everybody goes through them right so um but i think the, the key here is like going out there trying to get involved in the game and not being too hard on yourself if it doesn't yeah. happen too quickly right yeah. <clears throat> and also uh, being aware I, I think um we're a lot of people approach it um lamp coming in from a gaming angle uh, and in in games there's this idea of uh, achieving some degree of success or winning or uh, doing something well and just being aware that actually failure and uh, sort of having things not go optimally mm-hmm. can actually often lead to a lot more game and a lot more fun right than what from the outside oh, in your oh, mind entirely. seems like yeah, a, yeah. like the optimum sort of solution right if everything goes spiffingly and you have no challenge posed against you uh, that you know if you've got what you wanted straight away that has its reward right it has some kind of thing but there is a lot more to be gained from having kind of things pitted against you and just being aware that that's all part of it right that that i think also people can get disheartened of this by the scale of things you know you have these very large power bases and it seems impossible and insurmountable as a a small group or a solo player on your own how you how will you ever uh, contend with the ambition that you have when faced by the scale of the sort of infrastructure that you're up against if you know mm-hmm. you're running for an office position or w- whatever it is right you're trying to enact some change 
and it seems that you can't do it with your sort of very small pool of resources and just to be aware that that's baked into the cake and that's something that actually in itself can give you a lot of game right those are those are real world frustrations that you can find in your everyday life that exist in empire and but in empire you can ex- explore them in very interesting ways right it, that, that mm-hmm. kicking over the table and you know having add the the, the systems is something that you can do or you can look at building up your own power base and these things don't necessarily happen quickly but the speed at which success or failure is achieved isn't always a measure of the enjoyment of that success or failure also you don't know whether you're making progress through your failures now that sounds a bit counterproductive because you might not achieve the thing that you were thinking about doing but you might be making future plans significantly more easy by trying and failing like this is coming of someone that has successfully failed to get elected twice right <laughs> but i am definitely a significantly more powerful political force and much more connected now than i was but also in uh, taking that further with your experiences dave like <clears throat> you're playing as someone whose character has died now is that death a failure in some way of you as a player or is it an enriching experience that you know it no it just wasn't you... i wasn't i wasn't wearing heavy armor on my legs that's, really <laughs> <awful>. that's <laughs> you know the only I mean? real lesson to take away from that but like you know essentially like if and dying the, the the implications that that's had on the group uh on you as a person you know the, these are big things in a sense that you know that that can happen from what you could from the outside say okay your character's died that's a failure that's a loss right and it is in in in, in the broadest description but it's also an, a, a mo- moments of rp that you could only possibly achieve through going through that experience it's like um it's mushroom clouded after his death the character mm. of ifan mm. right so um like the game has definitely been affected at least on a microcosm of our friendship group right yeah. mm. even just on that level but um like his story now gets told at songs and story time like he's part of the canon law now like yeah so like if you said to me like magic wand you can have ifm back and everything gets undone like i would be very tempted to to wave that wand but it, he's gone now it's fine <laughs> yeah know, but... and i think that's that element in any story where you know a character dies and obviously you'd always like to sort of have that thing where you could kind of maybe see the what ifs and stuff but mm-hmm. then there is how yeah dude imagine how empty the game would be if you just went through it and everything went your way yeah like you'd be bored after the weekends like playing a computer game on easy mode right mm. like um mm. there would be no joy of of any of it like so i'm sure you feel an immense set of sa- sense of satisfaction in having gone there on your own and now where you are now right and if you don't i think you should do right well i think it has led to many great moments and um i think so interestingly we've just we've just mentioned it fan uh you have had an imp- he has had an impact on kind of farron's game suddenly you know uh, we had the shenanigans that i that i like we to have shenanigans, yeah. uh, retail the tale of that and there you know there were a lot of times where i'd like to go to talk to farron about uh, sorry talk to ifan about you know battles and stuff and just just get pumped up for it it was just good stuff. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but but the fact he's he's not there anymore okay yeah. cool that has affected Farron in a way, um, and I, I kind of use that. But the fact that we've had those interactions, I'm part of a different group. And yes, you, mm. you went to Farron and, and you offered a place. Now, the fact was, is 
Oh, I turned song. it. Let's not talk I did about turn it. it down. Let's okay? not talk about it. I did turn it down, but that was not because I didn't want to join your group. But it's oh, because, was... as a solo larper, dear I'd listeners, say... I just want to say that Sol is the person that I actually went to the group and I went. Listen, we all like Sol, right? Yeah. I was thinking about opening the idea, and we can I, we can do this. I see, but opening up the idea of maybe inviting Sol to be an Ashbourne. Yeah. Right. I really, this I, I really appreciated deal. it. So there I was, I like really appreciated fourteen-year-old me asking out my crush. There I was kicking <laughs> kicking a bit of dirt on the floor, trying to not to make too much eye contact. Like, uh, so, um, yeah, Sol. So it's been really fun, like hanging out and stuff. Just, you know, I feel like we. You know, me and the lads, we all, you know, we get on well and stuff. It's just, I just wondering if, you, I mean, if you're not up to, you know, if you got your own thing going on, it's cool. But if you wanted to, you could maybe, um, you know, you could, you, you could maybe be an Ashbourne. And you were like, nah, I've already got a group. Cheers, though. I didn't say that, okay? And then my heart just like dropped straight into my shoes. If it makes you feel it, any it was better. Like I'd, it's just been ripped out of my chest and I was just... If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> I was stridingless until E3 last year. So I'd done a year of LARPing in Navarre with this character and I hadn't joined a striding. So although I hanged out with Black Scar, um, I, I hadn't joined joined it in any shape or form. Uh, no, I joined. I, I think I joined the big group, but I hadn't joined any striding. So I was still very much stridingless, very much groupless. Um, and I think this is one benefit as a solo LARPer. I didn't go in as a group. I am not tied to a group. I can mm-hmm. flow. And the fact is, you offered me a place. Uh, a number of, uh, you know, a number within my group also offered me a place. And suddenly I have that tough decision of, of what group to join. But the fact is, is, as a solo LARPer, I can flow. You know, if, yeah, if another yeah. character comes yeah. a, comes along. Or if suddenly I don't, I'm not, not not digging the uh the play style of this this group at the minute i can always move and this um, is something that i think is interesting it, what's interesting now is like i would feel way more comfortable like i don't think anyone in our group like if my character died and then i went guys i'm gonna next time i'm gonna come back as dawn right um not yeah that would ever happen obviously but um so <laughs> if i did say i was gonna go and join dawn the um i don't think anyone in our group would take it personally i think that's one no. thing that's maybe something like that w- maybe you think about like with it i think maybe the first few sessions if i just decided to go off it might have been mm. a little rude but but right now i mm. feel like if if ian finally gets shanked in some way you know what i mean he finally <laughs> that would gets never happen nobody would do his that. little tricks finally end and some druge corners him or someone sees through his intricate web of lies and actually has to bring him <laughs> down finally um then, you know, I get the fit like he, he could be off to Eurozen or any stuff. Like it's 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 interesting now where you would effectively get that new solo LARP experience. But now having been to the event like a mm. load, I wouldn't I wouldn't be worried about it at all. Like no. now, mm. right? Like, and, and I'm talking about not knowing anyone in a nation. In fact, I think some of the appeal for me now might be going to a nation where I didn't know. Anyone. I was going to raise this actually. I think another potential benefit is that ultimately when you're going with your friends and you're going you're going with an element of history and, and that, uh, that sort of interpersonal social history that you all share, uh, that is part of being in a friendship group. That, yeah. you know, and I think there are these kind of roles that we can all start to feel like we're kind of set into a bit within our friendship groups. And mm-hmm. 
that you well, may like in some way define us yeah. our friends define us sometimes like that, that for, for positive and negative like sometimes maybe being on your own might be exactly what you need to really get like to remember explore, when yeah. lloyd when lloyd first came along and we we're all a little awkward about rping around him right like um because sometimes it's more freeing to be on your own like you get the feeling that nothing like you're not, mm. you you are like that like it, it depends on the situation right but i i can definitely see the appeal in solo larping now right um like after the effect unfortunately the the solo larp is just probably absolutely shitting bricks before they go and doesn't see it as a wonderful opportunity you know but but are we a solo larper now that is the that's the that's the question because i don't think like i, I said i would choose i would choose now to like, I, like if I was going to go for another nation, the nation that I really like, keep, I keep bringing it up would maybe be the Brass Coast. And I don't know anyone in the Brass Coast apart from, like, uh, passing niceties with the people that did the um, the octopus play. I really like them, <laughs> but I don't know them that well. I've never shared a beer with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I've never yeah. been inside their. Te- I, don't, I don't know them at all, right? I, OC, I sent a few messages back in the day, but like, I would be, I wouldn't know anyone there. You know, like. Um, so it might be quite interesting. Or Varushka. Like I don't know any Varushkins really. Yeah. Right? Actually yeah. a lot of the I don't know anyone, literally no one from the league. And and Wintermark is just a giant blob of people that I've never met. <laughs> I think like yeah, I think it just lends all these different opportunities to try different things. And and to be honest with you, you mm. could just come back in the same nation, I mean or even in the same group as you have and, and try something new as well. Um, but I think there is that that whole element of you know you, you bringing your own uh, sort of if you're going as a group there is an aspect of you know you, there is a history that you, you're potentially bringing and maybe that will in some way define the uh, the sort of freedom and the rope you give yourself to go and explore mm-hmm. the experience but, uh, of LARP that maybe a solo player doesn't have to worry about as much. Obviously, these are all musings, and it's yes. going to be yeah. like I'm um, yeah. sure some of what we've said will resonate with some people, and some of it won't. I think um, it depends on your personality and how you approach it, really. and your experiences, um, right? The experiences you have uh, will define how you react. You're rolling the dice. You're rolling the dice, right? Like when you're first coming up there and you're interacting with people, but you don't know what the odds on the dice are, right? It might be a two plus. That's all you need to get to uh, to really have a good time, and you just got unlucky in having a bad experience, you know? Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. I guess another thing is um, going as a group. There is the advantage of obviously you can uh, pull resources OC and plan mm. things out OC more. Is when you were kind of going as a solo lapper from the start. I mean, we were actually we did a lot of stuff on a, on a very tight budget when we first went. But I imagine going as a solo player, um, like just affording just didn't everything think and about everything it. together. Just didn't yeah. think about it at all. Um, and in fact, I, I still don't to some degree. I think, interestingly, the first event that I ever had was my most expensive event, more because of, mm. uh, you know, the the fact we had the curse and I did spend the four mana, which I didn't know how expensive that was, um, yep. coming in yep. as a, a fresh, you know, with just your, your business, that pretty much blew it. So I, I really didn't have a lot after that. Um, oh, sorry. But... I, I meant like in terms of actual like kit and like actually buying. Oh, I suppose. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the sort of challenges that you're sort of faced with in well, like, what wise. you can physically bring, for example. Uh, like, I guess you have to pack light to a certain extent, especially if you're getting. A, no. A... So the fact the fact is, is I've never worried. I, I'm not someone who who has 
has has come with uh, limited travel space. It's always I've always had a lift uh, with a big enough car to fit my mm. stuff in. Okay. Um, so I've never had that limitation, and I c- I could not think about trying to. I, I I mean, as I said last time, I have a chest. So this is this is my little OC tip for you all. Um, you may be sleeping OC, and you don't have a tent. That's fine. Many, many solo LARPers are doing that because why invest on just a tent for just yourself, right? Well, I found a wooden chest. Okay, it's, it's, it's sitting next to me. It's quite large, uh, but it fits all of my in-character kit in it that I'm not wearing. Okay, so what I do is at the start of the event, I take my chest, I put it in my in-character camp, the group that I've kind of been chilling with. I ask, can I put it there? Put it back behind a tree. Therefore, I never go back to my out-of-character tent the whole weekend other than to sleep. That is it. So I'm always in character, and it's really helped me. It's a really good idea, isn't it? Like, that is just the... uh, Exactly. I I think that should be a, a, a top tip for anyone in that sort of situation is to have this if you don't like, if like you don't a have lock a chest box. if you, you don't even need to go and like break your immersion in any way no. by going to an outsider camp area right like i think no, it's fantastic i don't at all idea. and if you don't have you know if you don't want a chest for yourself before that i was using um my camp's chests or tents you just ask people ask if you can keep your cloak in here for for later in the evening it just saves the hassle of breaking your immersion as you said walking back to your tent and to be fair, the effort. <laughs> yeah, you there's actually yeah. a lot of walking around. You'll be amazed how many miles you do just a doubt. Dude, I, w- I went for a walk today and I was thinking about this. Like, one of the best things to do, like, it, and it, even if you're, you know, your fitness levels aren't that well, uh, walking is a really good way. Like, because that is the, the primary thing that really kills your energy right just the sheer miles you travel some of the numbers i've heard are ludicrous for some senators you know what i mean like they're doing like 20 mile weekends or whatever or more Mm. just walking around anvil Mm. that's crazy my feet know it at the end yeah yeah yeah, and I, I think investing in good footwear actually is is not a bad idea (laughs) i always went a bit cheap on footwear and stuff um but yeah, a good pair of boots is. is well, we're now we've got our boots here. Yeah, now, it's, well, now we're both ready to go. Super excited to, <laughs> um, to whip those bad boys out. I need to get some new ones. Actually, I've I've gone through them in the the year of larping. Um, wow! I yeah, remember wow. Bear, bearing in mind these these were my scout boots before, so they've lasted sure, eight sure. years. Right, right. They've, so done, they've seen a lot of service. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, cool. I, I think we should call it there, guys. Yeah, basically. I, I, think I think that's a good we, point. We're, we're getting to the point where we can we could potentially do another hour of just us talking. Yeah. Um, if people just want to hear us talking to Sol, then please let us know because we can definitely. We've probably that, got but, more um, stories for sure. Oh, yeah, a lot more stories. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I forgot to thank our patrons last time. Um, last. <gasps> episode so i know it's so bad i just wanted to say like right now thank you very much for supporting the podcast these um quarantine ones definitely wouldn't happen in the way they are without your support basically because um a few logistic things that i've had to sort out so thank you very much for that it really is appreciated um and thank you all for listening basically thanks for coming on soul no worries worries. yeah Uh, is there any uh anywhere we can find you any things that you're up to because i think you've got some plans for the future i I have some plans youtube video uh, yeah, I, I have a I have a YouTube video. Uh, it was kind of a, a, a start of a project that uh, I wasn't sure about continuing. Um, but I, yeah, it's it's going to be the world's project. It's about escapism and working out where we can go. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, if you search for it's under Mini Jester. Uh, if you search for that in YouTube, um, you should be able to find it. It's uh, it's um, I think it's where 
uh, where did I go this or, or how to escape quarantine mm-hmm. how to escape yeah. your isolation yeah. I'll try um, and I'll try and remember and I'll try and put it into yeah, the, we'll uh, the thing because it's really good basically yeah, and really, we have um, a and also, we should have a LARP video coming out with you yeah. we should then. I'm assuming with our production scale that you will have your stuff done before <laughs> us so yeah. um, y- you underestimate that be, how that much video effort. will be in the description below. How, how much unless we beat him, um, which is it'll be your I own doing. It will be your own doing. You, you, I've got to, I've got to, re- I've got to, do, I've got to do another. There's another episode in the pipeline, so there's, there's, you're the one after that one. Oh, there we go. And um, I still need to work on the scripts for the intros and outros. So and then record them over, over quarantine. We, so there's a lot of stuff that could potentially. And me, I'm also being lazy, obviously, yeah. and having no motivation. That's also an issue. So, um, but yeah, we, we recorded for stuff hours. with you, didn't we? So, so. hours. I'm going yeah. through it. Oh god, the kind of I kind of want the race to be on now. Like, let's see, <laughs> let's see. If you go to the description, there's a video of us in there. Then I, uh, then I failed. But if not, then uh, then then we did good. So, <laughs> anyway, go. enough waffling. The race on. is on. Um, <laughs> strength to the empire. Strength to Navarre. Bullshit. It's just a dumb beast. I will die like any other. <sighs> Why on earth were you out there in the middle of the night anyway? We were on our way here to two staff, but we were delayed in leaving. <laughs> Beryl and Mavis. They sure do like to talk, don't they? <laughs> Same thing happened to us. Are you here to collect the bounty? No, no, no. We're no monster hunters. It's a personal matter. I came to find an old friend. 